coming off a incredibly busy weekend in downtown Knoxville. Seems like everybody and their mama had an event going on in downtown. You had Big Ears Festival, you had the always popular Chalk Walk, Covenant Health Marathon, and on top of all that, the week before, you had Bassmaster Classic, which had a record attendance uh, at that event. And so it just got me thinking. I, I cannot remember a time where there was so much going on in downtown Knoxville not only in such a short period of time, but at the exact same time. And it seems like that's something that we haven't seen in previous years where you have three major events, like I said, Big Ears, Covenant Health Marathon, and Chalk Walk all happening downtown. And so the discussion today really is going to be about looking at sort of what we talk about all the time, which is downtown Knoxville growth and how the city is changing, but sort of how these events can sort of illustrate, um, you know, if you look at these events closely i think it tells a bigger story about um, how knoxville has changed over the past few years and perhaps where change is going as we're going to have even more event venues and places for things and like this for festivals and gatherings in the future and so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about whether or not it's a good thing to have multiple events at the same time i think you hear businesses a lot say uh you know if my if my neighbor's doing good in business it's going to help me does the same apply for events there's a lot to unpack here but before we get started I should introduce myself. I am Ryan Willis, downtown growth and development reporter at Knox News. And I'm Brenna McDermott, growth and development editor at Knox News. And this is The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville, brought to you by knoxnews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. Let's just start out with, uh, I just want to leave it open-ended. You had Bassmaster, um, well, by the time this comes out two weekends ago, you had Big Ears last weekend, two major events, the latter, you know, people traveling from all over the world to attend. I guess you could say the same thing about Bassmaster. I saw that they set a record uh, with over 160,000 people participating in the Bassmaster Classic here in Knoxville. When you think about those two events happening in downtown, so close to each other, what does that tell you about the state of Knoxville right now? When events at the level of Bassmaster decide where they're going to host each year, they evaluate the city. It's not just a, hey, this place sounds great. They're looking for destinations where people want to spend a long weekend, get a hotel room, you know, make it a fun event. They're looking for, you know, coordination help from the city and from the downtown association or whatever's nearby. Knoxville has all those things. We are a great event destination. And I think the, the secrets out wouldn't be surprised if Bassmaster came back next year and I, I expect we'll see many more events to the caliber of Bassmaster in Knoxville. Yeah, and, and Big Ears is a little bit different, right? Because you know, Big Ears is homegrown. It's Ashley Caps here locally from Knoxville has been throwing this festival. They're celebrated the uh, ten year anniversary over the weekend. That's sort of different. That is, you know, it, it has to be here because Ashley Caps is here. Although I guess he could have it in another city. It's not like he hasn't had festivals elsewhere before. But the unique thing though about Big Ears and why I think it's such a success and why you in terms of promoting Knoxville and showcasing Knoxville is, you know, I go to festivals sometimes in cities, like I'll give you an example, Shaky Knees in Atlanta and I go to Atlanta 
and the festival is in a park and I take the subway in and I watch the shows and I take the subway out and I leave and you really just see, you know, a stage, you know, put in the park, a couple stages put in the park and, and that's it in Knoxville. When you think about Big Ears Festival, that showcases our venues. I mean, people are not just coming to the city and going to see a concert. They are coming to the city, going to see a concert in a Knoxville venue um, that they have to walk past Knoxville businesses to get to. And in a similar way, not exactly the same, but Bassmaster showcases Knoxville's natural beauty, right? That's part of the festival, too. It's not just like it wasn't just the expo, that could, which was a cool thing. I actually got to go over to the Bassmaster Expo and check that out. And that could have been held in any convention center anywhere. But the uh, fact that they chose Knoxville has to do with the natural beauty here in Knoxville. So it's really cool to see events like this, you know, still showcase Knoxville and not just be the host. This will be the second year that Big Ears has done a serious accounting of uh, the attendance and, and surveying folks who came here you know if i were them i would be if i were the city of knoxville i'd be helping to fund that to figure out does something like big ears lead to the guest returning for you know a second long weekend because you're right it's a really great commercial for knoxville yeah i know the artists love it for one i mean you see artists that come back to the festival um, in consecutive years sometimes and i've been following big ears on social media and everybody seems excited to come here from the artist side of things um, which says a lot Um, and i think it says a lot about the person that's putting it on too obviously ashley has connections deep in the industry but the thing that really got me wanting to talk about this was the fact that it wasn't just big ears festival over the weekend you had chalk walk on market square which is a huge event itself you had the covenant health marathon Two of the bigger things is is Big Ears and the Chalk Walk, both free events. And I'm wondering, like I said at the top of the podcast, you hear a lot, especially when uh, the prime example is when a brewery pops up in a neighborhood and there's already a brewery in the neighborhood and you ask the owners, what does this mean for business? And they're like, great, bring it on because now we're more of a destination. What about events? Do you think it's smart to have multiple events in the same weekend the way that it was laid out this past weekend? Or do you think there's some challenges and some downsides to that well i think this past weekend was sort of an extreme case seems to me you know chalk walk in and of itself is a destination event but i I think feel like it kind of got overshadowed this time around i think multiple events is okay i think there has to be a lot of coordination amongst all the groups making sure you know how do we not take away from each other and add to each other and it seems like you know, the city and visit Knoxville and, and the downtown association, it seems like they all communicate. There was great communication this weekend about, hey, these roads are going to be closed with all this stuff going on downtown. So that's going to have to get even better if we're going to continue to deal with these multiple events a weekend weekends. Right. And so I'd be interested and I probably should reach out to figure out how exactly all these events got scheduled in the same weekend because I wonder if it's intentional because for me, I actually think and thought that it was a good system in the sense that the part of Big Ears is free. You know, you got to pay you know over three hundred dollars to get a ticket, but a lot of the stuff at multiple venues is free and open to the public. And so, if you think about making a whole weekend in downtown Knoxville, if you don't want to spend any money, you can spend a little time at Chalk Walk, get a little bit of the Big Ears experience. And when you think about all ships rising, right, you have a visitor that's coming in from out of town and saying, "Oh, wow." While Big Ears Festival is going on, there's also this cool chalk thing going on on Market Square. I think it could go both ways. I mean, yeah, you do 
have you know people getting pulled away perhaps from from some events but also at the same time if you're just going and not spending any money and i think that's key if it's free that works but if you're having to choose between where to spend your money that's when i see it becoming more of a challenge i also wonder what how does that affect the downtown businesses because if you're a downtown restaurant and there's three events going on in one weekend and you're turning people away but the next weekend there's no events and you're dead you might argue it's better to spread things out so that restaurants and bars and shops aren't completely overwhelmed some weekends and dead others. But here's the question. Can you spread things out? Because, you know, a lot of times you hear about the events that are happening, specifically in the fall, you know, when stuff's happening on Saturdays, everybody goes for that bi-week Saturday to try to host their events because you don't want to try to compete with football. Uh, oh, yeah, the other big thing, Saturday night, the Eagles concert at Thompson Bowling Arena. Um, so you had that going on as well. Also affected traffic and, and streets being closed. And so, you know, not saying that is Knoxville getting too big for its britches, but, I mean, there are, um, you know, there there are fewer weekends where there's nothing going on to hold your event these days, it seems like, because there's so many other things going on regularly throughout the year. And when you have an event the size of Bassmaster come to you, I would guess they're saying, we're coming weekend X, not you tell us when we can host our event. So, you know, when an opportunity of such economic benefit presents itself, you just got to take it and find a way to make everything work. Yeah, one of the fascinating things, and I'm going to go give a little teaser um, for a story that not yet written, but it's to come at Knox News uh, about the hotel situation. And it's just fascinating to hear. I met with Kim Bumpus over at Visit Knoxville who talked about how they have to really, it's like a puzzle when you think about hotel rooms. They had Bassmaster going on. You had people leaving for one event and coming in for another event at the same time. There's some overlap there and the moving around of hotel rooms and trying to you know move one group to this uh, hotel and another group to this hotel and try to make all that stuff work. But Visit Knoxville seems to make it work. I mean, they keep having these events. Um, and so... That's impressive in its own right, just being able to coordinate, not just pulling off the events, but getting people here for the events and, and you know, getting it all on the calendar. But yeah, it just seems like there's fewer weekends, um, which is a good thing and a bad thing, depending on what type of person you are. Because if you are a person who does not like the hustle and bustle of downtown, or you are a person who tries to avoid Knoxville traffic, downtown traffic at all costs, you probably didn't come downtown Knoxville over the weekend if you got the memo that a bunch of streets were going to be closed. And This gets into a whole other issue that we could spend an entire podcast on, but you hear a lot of talks about, you know, whether Knoxville can become a park and get out of your car kind of city, or do you still have to have a car to get to multiple things? Um, Do you have to, you know, park at State Street Garage to get somewhere on Gay Street and then go park over at Locust Street Garage if you have to get to World's Fair Park, or is there an easy way to get around the city? And it was a test this weekend when you have, um, you know, a bunch of streets closed and a bunch of events going on, and... For one, Big Ears had a tro- the trolley service running, and so that was you know helped Big Ears flow a little bit better, getting people from venue to venue. But as downtown Knoxville gets busier, you know there have already been efforts put in place, like the scooters that have come into downtown Knoxville to help get people around, and the e-bikes. Can you still even drive in downtown Knoxville? Certainly, you couldn't do it over the weekend without um, uh, maybe you know a few cuss words as you're as you're driving around. But I don't know. I just this is also the first time I remember the city sending out an email to news media saying, hey, get the word out. There's going to be multiple streets closed because we have so much going on this weekend. Yeah, I think that kind of coordination is what actually will encourage more people to park on the outskirts and walk for their the entire duration of their visit. So I, I was impressed by that. I think it helps you know, the city because 
then they're they don't maybe don't have to staff as many policemen just telling people to turn around no you can't turn down this street or they have just less to worry about there but also there's less frustration on behalf of the consumer because you know going into it well i'm gonna just park at the very first parking spot i see on the outskirts and walk instead of being frustrated trying to turn down street after street so the more communication there is i think the happier consumers visitors concert goers will be um, and probably the more likely they are to walk farther downtown which i think is good economically too if you have a mile walk and you are hungry and need to stop and get a snack or thirsty and need to stop and get a beer you're going to stop in and spend more money instead of hitting a drive-through on the way out because you got in your car yeah yeah. absolutely yeah definitely and you know I, i think there's an argument to be made that you know to make public transportation and alternative forms of transportation and walking more convenient sometimes that means making driving less convenient and not less convenient in in the sense of um you know they're they're taking away opportunities for people who want to come downtown no you can be less convenient and still be convenient by getting the information out there just like you said about how the city did and it seems like there's a lot of coordination that's going on and that's something that um parallels to bring up a another past podcast episode you know, when the baseball stadium comes downtown. That's one thing that we talked about a lot in my trip to Durham is the importance if you're in a downtown to not be in your own island. I think that goes for physical places, venues. It also goes for um, the coordinating of events like this. And so that coordination, when you have another venue thrown into the mix here in a couple of years, when you have a baseball stadium that's going to be having downtown baseball games, perhaps at the same time as Big Ears Festival in the future. I mean, that's reality. Baseball season starting up Baseball season opening day was last week, so they they overlap. Um, And it sounds like soccer is going to have some overlap too. So, yeah, the coordination is going to be key in the future. And, you know, we talked about on the Scruffy Stuff podcast before about World's Fair Park. And I think the last time that we really talked about a lot of events happening in and around downtown Knoxville, where we sort of did this comprehensive look at the status of events in the city, we talked about how events seemed to be trending towards World's Fair Park. They had renovated the performance lawn. There was some concert series that were held out there. I'm wondering what you've been hearing, what you see as the potential for World's Fair Park in the future. I found it interesting that this year, Big Race Festival, after one year of trying out the Tennessee Amphitheater as a venue at the festival, did not does not have it as a venue this year. Um, and I also haven't heard as much talk, I don't think, about World's Fair Park events as of late. But again, you know, the weather's just starting to warm up, so maybe we'll hear more announcements as spring moves along. But do you still see World's Fair Park being the place for events like it seemed like it was going to be? I think it can be the place if we're talking about a flagship event, an event that's going to bring someone to park, you know, maybe in Locust Street Garage and walk to World's Fair Park and they're planning on spending the whole day there. But on a weekend like last weekend, it's hard to imagine pulling someone away from everything that's going on in the core of downtown to World's Fair Park that maybe feels like a little bit of a walk. You're not walking by a ton of commercial stuff. Uh, So again, you can't stop in for the beer on the way. That might be tough. Right. I mean, I think Covenant Health Marathon was stationed over there. But again, like you said, that is like a flagship event, right? People have been signed up and training for this and they're going to get over there to, uh, to, to run. And, and, and the runners don't care about walking an right, extra half a mile. <laughs> that is true. But, you know, you, that's exactly what I was going to say, right, is that it's not even getting pulled away from the stuff in downtown. It's just not worth the hassle for an event that 
it's just not all events aren't equal. I love all not all the festivals that we have here in Knoxville, but some festivals, like I think a, a, a year or two ago, um, I know the importance of Dogwood Festival here in Knoxville, but when it came time for me to drive, park at Locust Street Garage, and walk down there, and I knew that I wasn't going to buy anything. You know, the cool thing about having events on Market Square is that it's it's where everything's happening. And if I'm not, if I kind of want to half participate, if I want to just you know kind of browse and, and move along, I can do that. There's somewhere to move along to. But if it's something that I know that I'm just kind of half interested in, it's not worth the hassle for me to park and go down there if I'm just going to be browsing and getting back in my car and leaving. And so, not only should flagship events be held down there, but I think events that maybe don't have a wide interest or that you know you know people might be interested by association and like I, those those don't make sense to have down there i don't think which i think is what you were saying too but you know um for me i've just had that experience where i parked and went down there and i was like okay now what i gotta go all the way back to the car and so um i also think people get enticed by seeing something from afar like oh what's happening down that block there's people or i hear music if you're on market square you can't hear or see what's going on on world's fair park so there's no you know Hey, come down here. Check it out. Well, speaking of looking from afar, let's look ahead. Next week, we will be back. I think that wraps up the show for today. But as always, well, not as always. I would say as always, we were here on Mondays. Now we are here on Tuesday. So be sure that you tune in on Tuesday. And if you're getting confused, if you start thinking, what day is it? Monday, Tuesday? I can't remember. Just hit that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to get a notification every time a new episode drops. If you'd like to keep up with me, you can give me a follow on Instagram at Knox Scruff. To join in the downtown Knoxville conversation, be a part of our free Facebook group. Just search Urban Knoxville and answer a few easy questions to get started. We also have the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which goes out every Friday. Highly encourage you join that. Both of those, the, uh, the email newsletter and the the facebook group are going to be linked in the podcast description so check that out and while you're at it if you could leave us a review tell us what you like about the show a five-star review if you would if you feel we deserve it let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about next and as always the scruffy stuff has been brought to you by knoxnews.com so head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to take that support a step further and support local journalism today <laughs>